With spraying operations underway, another reminder about how to safely recycle those herbicide, pesticide, and insecticide containers. Glenda Lee Allen-Vossler catches up with the Executive Director of Clean Farms, Barry Friesen. Let's just remind everybody about the mandate for Clean Farms and really what it's all about. Yes, well, the mandate for Clean Farms is to address uh, waste products, uh, primarily plastic, on the farm across Canada. And we collect uh, a certain amount of plastics and, uh, and chemicals for either recycling or safe disposal. And our goal eventually is to collect all of them. The 2021 annual report is out and it's looking really good. The numbers are up. Yes, uh, we're quite pleased with it in almost all the categories um, that uh, we've, we've collected you know record amounts of materials we've collected more containers uh, small containers large containers um, our collection rates in in virtually every category is higher and uh, even though in some cases there was a lot less usage for any, because of the weather conditions a lot less usage say of grain bags and uh, various materials however the recovery rates are much higher because the less sell in means less material to collect but we still collected more per, per farm than ever and this is really a good testament to the fact that you give the farmers uh, the farmers a tool to do a job and they will do it now can you break down some of the categories and and some of the numbers we're seeing even if you've got the the prairie breakdown as well that would be terrific for sure. Well, the, the interesting thing is that for our pesticide and fertilizer containers, uh, 80% of them are used in the prairies. And uh, overall, we collected 12.5% uh, more than we have have collected in the past. It was a record year last year. Even under these drought conditions, uh, the farmers stepped up to the task and and, and and, and did the right thing. Our grain bag numbers came up uh, a little bit more. We were running about 63% recovery. Now we're around 66% recovery. And even in this very trying year, the farmers really did uh, did the right thing. And uh, we have five permanent programs across the country. We have our small container program, our bulk container program, our, our, our grain bag, and, and now twine in Manitoba collection program. Uh, we have a, a unwanted chemical and animal health collection program. And we also are now collecting seed and pesticide bags permanently in the east from Ontario, Quebec, and the Maritimes, and now full-scale in the west, and it will be permanent in the west next year. And uh, these all are programs so that farmers can take these materials back. They are either recycled or safely disposed. And doing so creates new products out of these and creates jobs and protects the environment. So when we're talking, for example, about the uh, pesticide containers being recycled, you mentioned we're up 12.5% over last year. So what kind of numbers did that bring in then in the end? Oh, yeah. yeah you're asking the exact number. Um, the Small plastic uh, pesticide and fertilizer jugs, they climbed by about 700,000 containers. We collected 6.2 million containers. These are primarily 10-liter jugs. Uh, We collected 6.2 million of them last year, and uh, virtually all of them went into farm drainage tile. So we actually make a new plastic product that is used back on the farm. 
and uh, so that really was a good one. Um, in uh, off the top of my head, I don't have the grain bag numbers, but uh, we know they up, upwards of twenty thousand bags are sold in Saskatchewan alone, for instance, every year, and uh, we're collecting now about sixty-six percent of those. That's that's great. And then, what happens with those grain bags? The grain bags. The interesting thing right now is almost all of our grain bags are going to Alberta. There's a new recycling facility. There, there are two recycling facilities that they will shred, they'll wash, they'll pelletize, they'll make little plastic pellets out of it. And then that those pellets goes in to make new film products. In the past, a lot of them went to secondary products like uh, other types of bags, like garbage bags and the like. But actually, we're working with uh, manufacturers of grain bags and other agriculture products. And they're in the very near future. And when I say near future, probably this year, they'll be made into new bags, new other types of uh, agriculture sheeting products, things used for the same purpose as in the past. We call that circular circular economy. And that's exactly where we want to be. The Baylor Twine Program in Manitoba, do you know any numbers for it? And you mentioned, I think, that uh, it's also being expanded, right? Yes, it's being expanded. So it's it's now permanent in Manitoba. There hasn't been a lot generated yet this year, but it's a permanent program, brand new. It had been pilot in the past. We, for instance, we, we, and we've been collecting twine in a pilot program in all three prairie provinces. Uh, we've had uh, 10 53-foot transfer loads of twine fully loaded, uh, sent for recycling out of Alberta. We've had uh, several uh, truckloads out of Saskatchewan. Uh, the exact numbers out of Manitoba, not yet, but the, it, and it's not a great amount, not compared to some of these other plastic products, but the, the important thing is that these things are collected and they're recycled and made into new products. And in fact, some of the twine manufacturers, they're doing this in other countries, particularly over in Europe, and they want to bring that technology here so that they can make brand new twine out of the old twine. And again, creating circular economy solutions at home, close as close to home as possible. It really makes a, a big difference uh, for producers on the farm to to have a place to take these products. Yeah, you bet. And uh, not only that, it helps. The, not only helps the farmers so, solves a problem for them because farmers don't want to burn or bury these things. These are good resources. They want to do a, a, the right thing to protect their farm. It creates local jobs. Um, we have, for instance, on our container program for the. Saskatchewan and, and Alberta part of the program. It's run by a, com- a Saskatchewan company called Curtis Construction. They have almost 30 permanent jobs associated with, with managing our, our, our products. And those, so those are 30 permanent jobs. And through that program, we've invested over $50 million into the province of Saskatchewan over the last 10 years. And uh, so we're helping you know our environment, our economy, solving a problem for the farmers, um, it's a win-win-win solution all the way around. And it's the only way Canada as a whole is going to meet its commitments and its requirements to stop sort of climate change, to help our environment, and, uh, and generally provide a safe and healthy farming community. I've been talking with Barry Friesen, the Executive Director for Clean Farms. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler. 
That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.